Welcome to Refirement Life, the podcast for anyone navigating life transitions or planning to make life transitions to ensure your next years are your best years. Listen in for insightful, generous, and sometimes humorous conversation. It's time to get fired up with Christine Zamuda and Muge Wood, your hosts for this latest episode of Refirement Life. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very, very fun episode. This is episode 34. We're going to talk about thriving through the holidays. This is Christine Zamuda with my wonderful and magical co-host, Muge Wood. I like the magical. Thank you, Christine. It seems well fitted for the holidays. Thank you. I I try to be magical, even (laughs) if it means wearing a unicorn costume, whatever it takes. (laughs) Well, I I love you just the way you are. And we're going to today talk about so many um, fun things about the holidays. We're going to touch on uh, some of our favorite memories as uh, young, young um, forming human beings, (laughs) young children. We're going to talk about favorite holiday music. We've um, uncovered a really, really great piece of uh, an article that Muguet discovered, which talks about some really unique holiday traditions. And we're going to share a few of those, many of which I had no idea about. So that's kind of cool. Uh, maybe touch on some holiday music, our favorite things to give and receive, and anything else that pops into our head before the timer's up. Awesome. Also, another disclaimer, um, I am still forming, Christine. I haven't completed <laughs> my forming <laughs> That's good to know. Okay, thank you. There's still hope for for you and for all of us. Yes, that's right. Still evolving. Good, good, good. Well, I know also that many of you may be driving or uh, if you have us on speaker, we are going to talk about um, some things that might not be appropriate for young ones who uh, still are way into the magic of Christmas. So I just want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it's, it's a go. So let's just jump right in to the magic of the holidays. So Muge, tell me about what it was like for you celebrating holidays at this time of year. Yeah. So, um, I guess, uh, for me, the experiences are twofold. One is when I was growing up in Turkey and holidays meant, um, uh, school out, um, and a lot of lights, decorations, um, and togetherness with the family. Uh, and for us, it was more towards, um, getting ready for new years, uh, which meant, um, a family gathering, a lot of good food and, um, some belly dancing you watch on TV to add to the festivities Um, and for me um, and that was uh, cold weather snow so you're kind of in the mood for it Um, and uh, would almost always get um, uh, roasted chestnuts from a street vendor in a cone Um, and that was kind of like um, the beginning of the season where you felt um, that uh, winter is here and celebrations are about to begin. And then coming over to the U.S. more than 30 years ago, spending most of the time in Texas, um, you know, warm Christmas, 
Um, but it was all about, um, it has, and it still is, even with my uh, grown-up children, the family togetherness and creating that uh, magic of uh, celebrating one another. You know, it was a lot of toys and gifts, and now it is more experiences in the form of um, college sports games uh, that we get to enjoy together. But the common theme across all of that is really uh, making time and space to enjoy one another's um, company. Um, and uh, if you have the privilege of having guests over, you know, be a good host, um, gather around the table and uh, and enjoy one another. So I'm, I'm uh, still looking forward to that very much. Yeah, it is a nice time. for, And for the most part, almost everyone is off of work, right? Which is really nice that you can unplug and not be worried or guilty or feel like you're missing something or feel like you have to be somewhere, which is which is really good. Now, belly dancing. Mm-hmm. So first time you said belly dancing on the podcast. Do you know how to belly dance? Well, you know, the, a, a really good belly dancer is amazing how athletic they are. So right. um, so I can do a couple moves um, that I also get to practice in my good old Zumba class time to time. Um, but, you know, compared to uh, what the professional dancers do know, actually, I got to watch a performance on a recent cruise we were on uh, and we stopped at one of the ports in Turkey and I was so excited they brought a, the belly dancer on board as an evening entertainment and she was just amazing um so it's just fantastic to watch that and um um, it's actually very athletic um you need some fitness um uh and uh i wouldn't say i'm anywhere near that level uh but you know i can bust a couple moves that resemble belly dancing sure that's awesome that's awesome i actually um i met this woman on a bus there's a bunch of us on a bus going to somewhere a friend had arranged it we were going downtown and she was from turkey and she started belly dancing and i said i need to learn that so on the bus she showed me a, a few introductory moves which was super super fun and I hadn't thought about belly dancing in a while. So thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think uh, maybe we need a separate episode on the history, the technique and yes. all that. But one Let's of my favorite it. things is the uh, skirt that you can tie around your uh, waist uh, with the jingle bell things that make the sound. And uh, mm. I'm like, yeah, make those work. And that alone <laughs> is a festivity, regardless of what other moves are going on with that choreography. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be much that's so cool that's a that's a different part of or a different way of jingle bell rock (laughs) yes that's that's a whole different uh that's a whole different dimension you know we can make that rock in a lot of different ways but this is uh this is one way and uh um you know that's a pretty um traditional entertainment form um, in, mm-hmm. in Turkey and maybe Middle East, I'm not sure, um, kind of New Year's uh, celebration. Um, and uh, you watch that performance. I'm like, wow, this is really good. So how about you, Christine? What uh, were holidays like you, you growing up? What do you remember the most? I think like you always being with family and my family, we moved around a lot. Whenever my dad got a new job, we were in a new city. And so we I remember a lot was driving mostly driving to wherever um, my grandmother was and spending holidays there. But the magic of Christmas, like I bought onto that hook, line and sinker. And I have a vivid memory that, well, I think I was probably 
first grade, looking out my window. My sister was asleep. We shared a room. And I swear that I saw Santa Claus and his sleigh and all of the reindeer. And so much so that I woke, woke her up and said, like, you got to come to the window. you got to come to the window. <laughs> and I don't know if I was hallucinating. I think we also lived by an airport. So quite frankly, would have been, been a couple planes or one plane at least that had me just buying into it all. Or, or maybe it was all real. Maybe it was. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, yeah. And I believe for a long time. In fact, um, it wasn't until my aunt, you know, I, I had a fun aunt who was eight, nine years older than me. And I loved to just, you know, hang out with her. And one time she, around the, the holidays, she says, you know, hey, you know, your sisters, they still believe in Santa, you know, so you got to keep it, keep it cool and don't tell. <laughs> went out of the room and just about cried. I was like, oh my God, Santa's not real. Like I had really, really bought into the magic of Christmas. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, magical to have that belief at that point in time. Um, actually, uh, one of our favorite holiday movies is, is Polar Express. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all about believing in the magic of Christmas and one child doesn't. Um, so they go all the way to North Pole and uh, they uh, bring the, um, uh, you know, Christmas bell back from the tree as a proof of um, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, um, uh, my husband went in and got me a pretty big Christmas bell to make sure <laughs> we continue to believe in the magic in some shape and form. Um, you know, we love all of that, even though obviously it takes a different form. Um, and, uh, you know, with our kids, we didn't really try hard either way to um, help them believe or not. Uh, but we did make a fundamental um, mistake, I guess, when they were young on the presents we put from mom and dad. And then uh, and then when uh, we tried to say, oh, Santa has been good to you. And they're like, no, you're the Santa. It keeps saying mom and dad on the presents. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we did. Uh, we we failed on that uh, front a little <laughs> bit. Now, on the flip side, um, I guess um, they did not grow out of it because they didn't quite get into it to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute, though. That's cute. They'll remember that, I'm sure, forever. <laughs> Yeah, so so uh, you know, I wrapped up some presents uh, last night, and I still put from Santa almost on all of them, unless the present was very special from us. So I'm like, no, it's still about the Santa. Sa- Santa is coming, so we kind of joke about that. It's fun. Yeah, that is fun. I did pretty well. I think my my daughter believed for the appropriate amount of time, and then I think I carried it a little bit too far for the baby, the boy, because I did not <laughs> want her to tell. <laughs> And and he was getting older and older, like not like super old, but like fourth or fifth grade. I remember my father saying, now you need to tell him like he's a boy. He's going to get beat up on the playground if he he still believes in Santa. And what happened was every year we, you know, I tried to model some decent behavior around the holidays and show like we would go shopping for a family. Right. And I bring my kids so they would like think about, you know, someone their age who needed something. And my son gets in the car and he's like, Mom, why doesn't Santa like poor people? I was like, whoa. So I'm not doing a good job at all with this Mm -hmm. thing. And, And then had to, you know, the jig is up. 
Like, <laughs> this is this is actually what happens. Santa loves everyone. Everyone, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone needs to have joy at Christmas. But you need the facts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, they quickly grow into this mode where they start asking questions like, well, how come he's carrying all those presents for all the children of the world in that sleigh that just physics doesn't work on that? Uh, how is that happening? So, um but, you know, uh, it's it's just really fun to um, create an um, alternate universe of possibility where that's true, um, that's you know, right. at some level. Yeah. 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 Well, let's let's talk about traditions around the world. What what were some of your favorites, Mugay? So I've um, recently come across this article that called out 12 unusual traditions of celebrating Christmas and holidays around the world. And, and it was actually quite magical in and of itself. And I, and this one, um, uh, you know, stayed with me uh, coming from Czechoslovakia, where um, as the new year approaches, one may wonder how their romantic prospects will evolve in the new year if you're a single woman. So um, the tradition uh, they have is that uh, you can turn towards the open door and then throw your shoe over your shoulder and then if the shoe lands in a way where the tip uh, points to the open door that means um, you may actually um, find a romantic partner Uh, if it doesn't um, then uh, you may have another year of single life (laughs) so I guess uh, you got to be really a good um you know shoe thrower depending on <laughs> how you want to influence that outcome so i thought i thought that was uh that was interesting that was fun it seems like a bit of a cross between um kind of a wedding tradition and holidays um but i thought that was an interesting one um what uh, jumped at you christina as you were reading that article we were talking about well, before we move on to there, I'm just wondering if you're married, do you try and get your husband out the door and then throw the shoe and <laughs> hit well, him in the you head? Know, the article <laughs> took special care to call out. This is to be practiced by unmarried single women. Um, you are not supposed to try to influence, uh, you know, uh, the prospect of a different partner. Uh, now, um, I, I guess one could try and uh, see what happens. Um, I'm I'm thinking only if they're naughty and not nice during the year. Like really, like get out there. I got the shoes lined up. <laughs> <laughs> that that's 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 ex- that's exactly right. And I mean, just for fun, I, I'm like, how do you make the shoe land? And then what type of shoe do you pick? Like, mm-hmm. because that may impact how it's going to land. Um, so um, this may require some practice um, and, uh, you know, experimentation. Uh, so kind of try it out, see what happens. Um, it's 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 kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I read the article, there were two, um, two that caught my eye. Um, I guess the first was one that was very, uh, very different than anything that I had experienced or or known about. This one, uh, my husband had actually seen a view of the, we're going to say the Krampus parade from Austria. And we, we visited Austria, not at this time, but he, he saw it recently and said like, wow, take a look at this. And the tradition goes um, that for children in Germany, Austria, Slovenia, Hungary, and, and Czech Republic, they're warned and they're frankly terrified by a, a half goat demon figure with fur and horns. And you can see these online and they are like pretty terrifying. 
Instead of toys, the Krampus has a basket to haul naughty children all the way back to hell. And, like, I just want to know, like, who thought of this terrible thing? (laughs) And I don't want to celebrate this. And, um, yeah, I don't think terrifying children should be celebrated. (laughs) You know, I saw that, too. And I'm like, this looks really uh, scary. And I guess that's way of... um, trying to install niceness in your children yeah. through terrorizing them. I am not really sure. Uh, but that did look uh, scary. Almost um, maybe needs to uh, go fall in line with Halloween, maybe. Yes. Um, not, uh, Halloween for adults. Um, right. uh, because this for children, not so much. It, 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 it did look pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, just think of how many kids are even scared of Santa Claus. You know, I mean, that right. some some kids are terrified of Santa Claus. And then you bring this furry horn demon looking creature and <laughs> chasing after the kids with a basket and a stick. <laughs> wow. Wow. Somebody's- That's right. And then uh, you may end up with a call. Uh, and, uh, you know, after that um, terrifying experience. So uh, not a not a good one. Not a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, on to on to happier ones. Uh, this one I wasn't aware of that in Japan around this time of year, the Japanese celebrate uh, many millions and millions of families. It says actually buy Kentucky Fried Chicken, which was the result of a very very sex- successful marketing campaign back in 1974, which announced Kentucky Fried Chicken as the holiday meal of choice for America. And the Japanese wanted to try that. I don't know why they wanted to try that. They have much better food than Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. Maybe maybe the novelty of it. But uh, I'm as you're saying that, I'm like, was it really American food of choice for the holidays? Or uh, that sounds uh, very made up, very clever, uh, mm-hmm. but very made up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a genius marketer put that put that in place. Um, and then there's just like some funny, goofy traditions. Like I am a fan of hiding the pickle on the tree. And the first oh. one who finds the pickle can open up a gift. Wow. OK, yeah. that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. <laughs> yep, that's is. a good one. I think our biggest thing is to slow down the process. of um, opening presents and looking through your stocking i am like okay let's take it one at a time don't dump everything out let's pause enjoy talk about what this is and Mm -hmm. uh because otherwise you're done in 10 minutes and uh, off we go so um just slowing down the process has always been a challenge uh, in yeah. our family you kind of go through them pretty fast no matter how many presents you have i'm like okay this is too much you got to really slow down take a break and uh, uh, we even sometimes um pause um have breakfast and come back to it it's kind of like stop the process because it goes <laughs> fast i'm like wait a second i spent so much time wrapping that thing yeah yeah i think as the kids get older it gets i mean it has been a lot easier right they're not tearing into it and going nuts right and right right that's right yeah. that's right that's right <laughs> that's right i can imagine brad though could probably tear up some presents <laughs> I, I I think so. It depends on what he's expecting. Um, so um, and then I saw this. Uh, I think I shared with you, Christine, this nice sign that says, um, you know, checklist, nice, naughty, tried. I'm like, <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm like, tried uh, category, right? That should count for something. 
Yes. Tried. Agreed. Agreed. I, I have a little sign that I do put up and it says something like, um, be nice or something like being nice 365 days a year. I'll take my chances. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There you go. There you go. I don't think that's exactly what it says, but it's, I don't know. It's Christmassy. All right. How about favorite things to give and receive? Um, you know, that has evolved for me over time. And right now it is very much in the category of experiences, meaning, um, uh, you know, going to a sports event, a concert, promise of a vacation, uh, going for bowling as a family. So um, the way we do that is we kind of um, write the experience, whatever it is, on a paper and roll it up and uh, put a ribbon bow on it. And when my kids see that, they're like, oh, oh where are we going now? Um, and uh, some of them are only for me and Brad. Some of them are for the family. They are sometimes relieved that they are not going to all of those things because some of them may include, um, you know, counselors and all that they may not be interested in. But when you see the scroll coming, you know, it's going to be an experience of some type. Um, So, um, you know, I just love um, any kind of occasion that creates that togetherness um, and and sometimes new experiences that uh, we haven't tried. So um, we um, last year, actually, we haven't used it yet. We got these um, glow in the dark uh, bocce balls. How fun. I love yeah. bocce. Yeah. So uh, and we haven't tried it yet. You know, it's one of those things you get. And uh, I'm like, we need to go try it. Play it at night. See how these things glow. So mm-hmm. need to uh, need to get that in uh, in the rotation uh, this uh, holiday season. That's a good idea. That's a def- definitely a good idea. I'm with you. I like I like experiences and I like to give experiences to, um, you know, little weekend trip somewhere that we haven't gone concert tickets my daughter actually gave me one time um an all-day concert festival to go with her and it mm-hmm. was one of my favorite gifts hang out with it's my daughter a real all day treat, right so so awesome so i i love that uh walking food tour i think is a good gift and i give those to people even if they live in their own town like we don't we're not often tourists in our own town, so it's kind of a fun thing to do. Um, this year, don't tell Paul. <laughs> oh, this is this is gonna be good. I can't wait to hear. He never listens. He never listens, so I'm not worried that he will, he'll find out. Um, they have in I guess it's in a couple cities now. Drunk drunk Shakespeare. Oh yes, you, I heard of that. Yeah, I heard of that. I and I heard rave reviews about it. It's supposed to be a blast. I guess only one of the characters is liquored up, and they have to like try and keep with the rest of the of the show. And and Paul is a Shakespeare fan. He used to take me to plays when we were dating. We haven't been to a Shakespeare play in a long time, so why not drunk Shakespeare? Yeah, that sounds really good. I think the closest I've gotten to that is the Renaissance Festival that mm-hmm. is held uh, near Houston uh, for about a month, uh, mid-October to um, Thanksgiving period. Uh, and there is some uh, good um, you know, festivities that go on with that. But speaking of experiences, you just reminded me one more thing I have to do before Christmas, and that is to get tickets to the show. Um, it's uh, Ugly Sweater Holidays. Okay. Um, and 
and it is a cross apparently between the show of office and Project Runway, where um, these employees um, get into a um, ugly holiday sweater design contest um, to um, save their jobs uh, <laughs> in face of a impending merger and acquisition, something like that. I'm like, I love that. You know, let's That's- see some designs because I like both of those shows. I like Office. I like Project Runway. And you uh, wrap the holidays around it. This may have a promise. Um, it's kind of a fun, silly musical, apparently. So, okay. um, you know, having done um, Christmas Carol and, uh, you know, all the usuals, I'm like, yeah, let's try something different, maybe. That's awesome. I, I, yeah. I can't wait to hear how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I've got some good ugly holiday sweaters to wear to that occasion. So uh, I need more of those events and, uh, you know, kind of fall in place um, because the occasion calls for it, even though I could wear my ugly holiday sweaters year round, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to make my own. Like, oh, really? Take, well, you, wow. take, you take a sweater that you hardly use and then you just doctor it up like just crazy town. Oh, I Crazy love that. Town. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Then no one else can have the one that you have. I mean, you're no, true original. Not. Yeah, true original. <laughs> yes, yes, true original. I would love to see some examples of that. That sounds like great fun. That sounds like great fun. And and then, you know, Holiday can bring its um, specific, unique, uh, little or big challenges. So as an example, mm-hmm. I was in the um, Holiday Tennis Mixer today uh, at, at my club. And this one lovely lady walked in and she's wearing a headband uh, with like antlers, nicely decorated. <laughs> and, and she's pretty upset. She's like, I'm really upset. I'm going to return this thing. This is supposed to light up and it's not lighting up. <laughs> and um, so she she takes it off her head, shows it to us. And, you know, it's like really uh, lighting on and off, which is what it's supposed to do. She puts it on her head and it doesn't. I'm like, it still looks lovely. She's like, no, this is supposed to light up. I'm taking it back. I'm like, <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, you know, get the headband that works because this is apparently no good. So, you know, there are a lot of different challenges that come your way during this holiday period. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you you get your joy squashed. But one way to make you feel better, though, is listening to holiday music. Do you have a favorite song? I have um, I have many. Um, and um, actually, yesterday, as I was uh, wrapping up presents, I'm like, I have to put on some holiday music to, uh, you mm-hmm. know, increase the motivation levels. Uh, I am a big uh, Mariah Carey fan. I love the show that she puts on. Um, All I Want for Christmas is You is an all time favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm always moved by Handel's uh, Messiah. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, you know that is that is just so beautiful as well so between those two um mm-hmm. i mean i could be in a holiday mood um 12 months of the year yeah <laughs> that mariah carey song it's so funny how it's so polarizing though some people mm-hmm. just hate it because it's played oh. so often yes true I, I like it because it just says it's game on it's christmas time we've heard yes. it you might have even heard it like in october yes but it's christmas yes. time now. well you know there's something to be said where we have a station i'm sure you have it too in your area uh, that starts playing christmas music non-stop um mm-hmm. even before thanksgiving and this goes on till new year Years. And, you know, it's kind of gets a little old, but, um, you know, I have to give it to Mariah Carey. Her shows um, are really, um, you know, over the top in a good way. Yeah, my niece actually just saw her. We 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 were seeing Dog Star, which is Keanu Reeves's band. <laughs> 
Oh, really? And it was the same night, but my one niece, you know, is usually like way into live music. And so we invited her. She said, no, I can't go. I'm going to see Mariah Carey in Baltimore. And we saw her uh, on Saturday and she said she just nailed it, like nailed all the high notes, played all the great songs, played so many good Christmas carols beyond the one that she, um, you know, is known for and just nailed it. Yeah, I was hoping to go to her show, but she is not coming to the South. So mm. it looks like her tour is typically Midwest to Northeast. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's um, um, that's a little disappointing. Uh, but um, you know, Trans Siberian Orchestra also never gets old. Go to their shows uh, when we can. Um, so speaking of music, I'm curious also about this, um, Christine. What is your favorite holiday movie? Holiday movie. I love um, Four Christmases. Have okay. You seen that one with Vince Vaughn. No. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Yes. And Christmas absolutely. Vacation. Christmas Vacation's up there, too. I I, I love that. Um, yeah, there's so many. Elf. Elf. Yes. Elf. Elf is so good. Yeah. Right. That that that, that doesn't get old either. Yes. Yeah. I love um, uh, Sleepless in Seattle. That is, uh, oh, I that don't think not, of that as a Christmas one. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't either. But um, mm-hmm. I just love the fact that uh, the, sort of the romantic uh, comedy um, and how they meet up at the Empire State Building, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't really think of it, but because of the lights and and the togetherness, it sometimes uh, reminds me of um, holidays as well. And of course, Polar Express. Right. Yeah, I have to that. watch Polar Express. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, it, it, give it a try. I mean, it's pretty fascinating. It's now, um, you know, relatively old, but you look at how it is made. Um, you know, Tom Hanks is narrating the conductor of the train, um, and mm-hmm. um, it is all animated. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, it's it's a beautiful story, and that's a, a family tradition we have. Uh, we just watched that movie uh, on Very Christmas cool. Eve. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, because tend- you need to renew your faith in the magic of the That's season. Right. You That's can't right. take it for granted. Yeah. 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 I think I probably do that. Well, I, d- I definitely do it watching movies when when we're all together, like big family things. Some, you know, there'll be some whatever elf elf marathon, or <laughs> you, know, you end up watching it. I think the music is bigger for me than the movies. I just don't mm-hmm. have that time or attention span mm-hmm. to sit there for two hours. Yes, I know. I get a big uh, backlog of movies and they are just rotating uh, in and out of theaters and lending and streaming services. They are rotating in and out of those as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a, it is a big uh, time commitment. It's hard to find the time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Anything that we didn't touch on? Oh, any favorite food, cookies, desserts that mean the holidays for you? Well, um, for me, it's all about the candied chestnuts. So Mm. I mentioned the chestnuts roasted. I also like candied uh, chestnuts in a uh, dessert or cake. Um, And uh, there's this um, uh, panna cotta from Williams-Sonoma with chestnuts in it. Uh, It's our family tradition to get that as well as gift it to uh, others. Um, And um, I just get extra joyful when I find a chestnut in my cake. So, uh, so that's what I'm going for this season. And, uh, that's, that's my thing. I guess, uh, anything with chestnuts in the season, I love. 
Yeah. How about you? I, I think, well, chest, for chestnuts, I think I've only had them in New York City. You know, we oh. are going to do, we're going to do a quick 24-hour visit there um, to get that New York spirit, Christmas spirit. I, I'll be thinking of you when I get those chestnuts. But, okay. Uh, P- please get a cone of each for your family. Like, everybody okay. has to have their own. It's very important. Okay. I will. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah. So we do. I mean, uh, yeah, chestnuts in New York. And then um, when I'm with my family. My mom does a killer eggnog, which everyone oh, likes. Wow. Everyone likes. And even my sister, who's a little lactose intolerant, will, will have some. And she always regrets it, but she loves how it tastes. And, and we just laugh at her. We're like, OK, know how this is going to go. We know how it's going to go, but go ahead. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So we all love her eggnog and she makes great, great cookies like these Hershey Kiss peanut butter cookies. Everybody loves. And these um, the ch- her her chocolate chip, just the originals are just still the best chocolate chip cookie I've ever had. And she used to have to hide them from my father. She used to put the um, Tupperware in the trunk of her car because he would eat them all before Christmas. <laughs> I love it. That's sign of a good cookie right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's sign of a good cookie. I love that. I love yep. that. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the time of the year. Enjoy, right? Uh, whether it's the cookie, the decorations, mm-hmm. time with family. And um, I think, um, you know, for some of us, um, it may not be um, actually for many of us, the perfect Hallmark um, Christmas um, picture frame. Um, there could be even challenges this time of year. Um, you know, it could be family, um, health, uh, whatever it may be. And I think um, it just um, showing kindness to uh, one another, to ourselves, and uh, looking for the joy and gratitude in the small things. Um, Because let me tell you, you start going to the mall and all these places, uh, it just gets really crazy. Um, So just trying to um, enjoy the small things as much as possible. Uh, Hopefully, we'll keep the joy in the season. I agree. I was thinking the same thing as, you know, you always look for what do you want in the next year and how can you... um, yeah, just just spread joy. And I think I think for me, I'm, I'm always thinking about, you know, those times where people were extra kind to each other, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, pandemic, people used to be extra kind to strangers. Mm-hmm. After 9-11, right. people were extra kind right. to everybody. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing like all kinds of craziness happen everywhere. And I hope that, you know, for all of us, we can take some of that gratitude spirit ability to connect a little bit on the human level as you as you'd want to be treated as you'd want to um have the world be a little bit um brighter so that's kind of, that's what i hope for for not only mm-hmm. this christmas season but all of next year <laughs> yes yes i think uh just reminding ourselves on the uh, basis of our humanity uh, how mm-hmm. similar we are um, yep. uh, despite our different backgrounds, experiences, um, and, uh, you know, sh- giving kindness um, never gets old. And it's really uh, a fulfilling um, way to, um, you know, live your life to the extent possible. Uh, mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. It can be something small, um, as small as let the car in front of you get in, right? Um, yes. Yeah. 
Yes, I say that to my husband every time. <laughs> yes, just just let the car get in. It's okay. It's okay. It's not going to make that much of a difference. <laughs> know. Is it going to be changing your life? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will share the link of the. I think there's like 12 or 13 holiday traditions that we, you know. So there's a lot more I think that people would have interest in. So we'll put that in our show notes for everyone. And just wish everybody happy holiday, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating, make it um, quality, quality time. Happiest of holidays and best wishes uh, for all the days ahead. Yes. With that, we'll sign off. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening. Our hope is to spark a little joy inspire and educate our listeners in ways to live an even more meaningful life if you have reactions to share from what you've heard please visit our website refirement.life to leave a voice message you may even be featured in a future episode to keep in touch subscribe to our podcast refirement life using the podcast player of your choice always remember you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream thanks again for joining us on this episode Until next time.